Robin Hood helps the sorrowful knight. Late 12th century, deep inside Sherwood Forest in Nottinghamshire, England. Robin Hood and his merry band of men rested in their favorite spot beneath the greenwood tree. My stomach tells me it is time to eat, but my mind says it is not. Come, Master, we'll have fish and venison and spiced wine. No, I cannot dine until I have a strange and unknown guest to dine with us. A wealthy guest? Of course, a guest who can pay for the best. Say no more, Master. I will go as much and will Scarlet to find such a guest. I shall have a banquet waiting. Little John, Much, and Will Scarlet grabbed their bows and arrows and left the forest in search of a wealthy guest. Later that day, beside a road outside Sherwood Forest, Little John, Much, and Will Scarlet hid behind some trees to watch the road. They saw nothing but honest, working people, plowmen, swineherders, quarrymen, shepherders, and the like, returning home from a hard day's work. They had been there for several hours, evening was coming, and it was getting dark and cold. How I long for the fireside and a good warm meal. I add my voice to yours. And I add mine, but duty is duty. Let us wait a while longer. A fine rain began to fall. Let us go before we are soaked through. Wait, look, down there. Someone on a horseback. Perhaps it is our guest. The three outlaws watched a man ride toward them in the fading light. He wore a knight's clothes, though they were quite worn, and rode a worn-out horse. It was impossible to see the man's face. He hung his hand and rested his chin on his chest. Is that a knight? If so, he is truly sorrowful. I know not what is sadder, his ragged clothes or his ragged horse. Let us bring him back to dine with us. If we pinch the seas, we will all be richer before long. If not, this man needs a good meal and his horse a good rest. Little John stepped out from behind the tree and grabbed the knight's horse by the bridle. <laughs> what do you wish from me? Welcome, sir, to the greenwood, and greetings from my master. Who is your master? Robin Hood. I've heard much about Robin Hood. Now you shall get to meet him. You shall dine with us tonight in Cheerwood Forest. Little John began to lead Sir Richard by his horse into the forest. Wait, I'm a poor guest. Poor in spirit, poor in worldly goods. That is no matter. Besides, you and your horse are cold and wet. You must also be hungry. Robin Hood will generously feed both horse and rider. But the matter is settled. Sir Richard hung his head as Little John, Much, and Will Scarlet led him deeper and deeper into Sherwood Forest. A short while later, under the greenwood tree, Robin Hood stood to greet his men and his guests. Welcome to Sherwood Forest. Come, the feast is spread. My men will take care of your horse. I am Sir Richard of Philly. You must be Robin. You have heard of me? Yes. Some call me a good fellow, some call me a thief. Right now, I only know to call you Robin Hood. That is true enough. Now come dine with me. Robin Hood, Sir Richard, and Robin's men feasted on roast venison, eels boiled in oil, and roast boar. For dessert, they had cheese, nuts, apples, plums, and peaches. They washed it all down with spiced wine. Sir Richard smiled at Robin Hood when he finished. Thank you, sir. I have not eaten so well for a long time. I'm glad you enjoyed it. What is our custom here to make our guests pay for their meals? Now, Sir Richard, please tell me what money you have about you. I should not be ashamed, but I am. I tell you the truth, that I have but ten shillings, and that is all the money that Sir Richard of the Lee has in the world. By your leave, Little John had best have a look all the same. Robin Hood nodded at Little John, who stood to perform his familiar ritual. He checked their guest's purse, his cloak pockets, and his saddlebags. Ten shillings was all he found. You're an honest knight, but how did you come to be so poor? 
Have you no castle, lands, or cattle? A year ago I had, but ere luck befell me. Perhaps I can help you. Will you tell me more? I have a son. He is just 20 years old. Last year he accidentally killed a man in the joust. My son was not to blame, but the man he had killed had been powerful. His kinsmen had my son thrown into prison. I paid all the money I had to add to him. And, I, and still the sheriff said it was not enough. I needed 400 pounds more. What did you do? I went to St. Mary's Abbey in York. I knew the abbot there. A man ungodly, greedy, and proud. Yes, but the abbey swims in gold. Did the abbot give you the money? Is your son free? Yes, and yes, but... Go on. The abbot's terms were harsh. Gave me a year to repay the 400 pounds, or you would take all I have. My castle, my lands, and my cabin. And now the year's up? Yes, but I cannot pay. When you men stopped me on my way to St. Mary's to beg the abbot for a few months' grace, but I fear I shall not want it. You never will. I know that abbot well. He does not have a kind bone in his body. Have you no friends who will help you? While I was rich, I had many friends, but no more. Now I have no friends. Many have found Robin Hood a friend in their troubles. Go to the strong box, Will, and fetch 400 pounds. And find a horse and a suit of clothing fit for our good friend's station. He will need them in the morning. Will went to do as he was told. I can hardly speak my thanks. Tell me, when will I pay you back? Twelve months from today, here under my greenwood tree. In a year then, my friend. To sleep now, everyone to sleep. It's late and we must get up early to see our friend off. But he could not ride unattended. Whoever heard of a knight without a squire? You're right, little John, and the job shall be yours. Imagine a squire six feet seven inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> everyone laughed as they found their sleeping places for the night. The next morning, under the greenwood tree, Will Scarlet brought Sir Richard 400 pounds, new clothes, and a strong, handsome horse. Thank you. I will ride this horse with joy on my long journey. Sir Richard put the money in his saddlebags, then he wrapped the good clothes in a bundle and put them on his horse. Will you not wear the fine clothes? Just then, Little John and Robin Hood joined them. I would rather travel poorly clad. But why? I want to touch the abbot's charity before I pay my debt. That is a wonderful idea. Let me put on some old ragged clothes, then we'll be off. While Little John changed, Sir Richard and Robin Hood said their goodbyes. I will forever remember your kindness. Go, good and gentle knight. I look forward to seeing you again in 12 months' time. Sir Richard and Little John set off on their long journey to York and St. Mary's Abbey. Three days later at St. Mary's Abbey, a merry feast was taking place inside the abbey. Today is the day Sir Richard's lands will become mine. And what a fine estate it is. Are you sure, Lord Abbot, that he will be unable to pay his debt? Yes, I have secretly watched Sir Richard this past year, and I know he has no money to repay me. I think... What is it? Speak up. I think you wronged Sir Richard to seize his castle and his lands and humble him so. You fret me like a flea, my beard. Save your breath. Hmm... I wonder, will he keep his day? He may arrive here yet. It is still an hour until noon. 
He will not come, but never fear. We will find a way to get his land for him. A short while later at the Abbey Gate. Sir Richard and Little John tied their horses to an iron ring in the Abbey Wall. Then they knocked on the gate. The porter answered. Yes? I would like to see the abbot. The porter looked the two ragged men up and down with distaste. If it is food and shelter you want... Please tell the abbot that Sir Richard of the Lee is here to see. Sir Richard? The porter stood in disbelief until Little John took a step closer to him. Come with me. Sir Richard followed the porter into the main hall. Moments later, inside the main hall, Sir Richard walked directly up to where the abbot was sitting and fell to his knees. Lord Abbot, I am here to keep my day. Have you brought my money? Alas, I have not so much as one penny upon my body. The abbot did not try to hide his smile. Then your land, your castle, and your cattle all belong to me. My good Lord Abbot, I ask a few months ago, I have had bad luck, my... The abbot slammed down his silver goblet so that the wine splashed all over the table. Not even a half day more! I ask you for mercy. Please do not strip me of my lands and reduce a true night to poverty. Sir Richard looked around the room pleadingly. His eyes rested on the sheriff. You are a man of wrath. Won't you help me in my time of need? This is no business for mine, but maybe I can help. Will you not ease some of his debts, Lord Abbot? Pay me 300 pounds, Sir Richard, and I will give you quittance of your debt. You know, Lord Abbot, that, is, uh, that it is as easy for me to pay 400 pounds as 300. Won't you give me more time to pay my debt? No, not another day. You will do no more for me? Enough. Either pay your debt or release your land and be gone from my hall. Sir Richard, who had been kneeling all this time, rose to his feet. Abbot, you are a false lying priest. You and your monks befoul your habits and the holy name you bear. Get out of my hall or I will call my man. Do not bother. I will call my man instead. Sir Richard raised the horn to his lips and blew. Little John lumbered into the room carrying a large leather bag, which he handed to Sir Richard. The knight turned it over and emptied a pile of gold money onto the table in front of the abbot. Remember, Lord Abbot that you promised me quintains of my debt for 300 pounds. I will not give you one penny more. The abbot's head drooped as his, and his face sagged as he watched Sir Richard count out the 300 pounds. Now, Lord Abbot, I have paid my dues. I will leave this place. Before they left, Little John looked long and hard at the sheriff and the abbot's men. Now I know your faces as well as your hearts. I hope we meet again in Sherwood Forest. Fear filled the hall as Little John followed Sir Richard out of the abbey. One year later, outside Sherwood Forest, Little John, Much, and Will Scarlet were once again looking for a guest to bring back to the Greenwood. The road was quiet. I wonder if we shall see Sir Richard pass his way on to the forest again. I hope this year has been good to him. Hush, I see our guest, and it looks like he can pass well. The men watched as a monk approached, leading seven pack horses guarded by fifty men. Loosen your swords. We are only three. I fear we'll meet disgrace. Bend your bow, is that monk that leads the band? I met him at St. Mary's Abbey. Little John, Much, and Will Scarlet stepped in front of the cellar with their bows drawn. Stop, you false monk, or we'll let these arrows fly. The cellar stopped and quickly looked for help, but the guards, upon seeing Robin Hood's men, had fled. Come, my master's waiting for you. 
The seller, who was too frightened and angry to speak, he let Little John and the others lead him and his pack horses into Sherwood Forest. A short while later, under the greenwood tree, Little John led the monk to Robin Hood. I have brought you a gift from St. Mary's Abbey. Welcome. So you're from St. Mary's. What is your office? I am the seller. I look to the ale and wine. Hi, seller. I welcome you. Come, eat, drink. I think you will enjoy our wine. The monk's trembling did not prevent him from gobbling a good amount of food and washing it down with plenty of Robin Hood's best wine. You have eaten well. Now let us settle our account. What accounts? Surely you are here to settle Sir Richard's debts. I know not what you are talking about. What have you, sir, in your saddlebags? I have twenty marks to see me through my journey. If that is all, I shall not touch one shilling. But if you have lied, I saw your deceit shall cost you dear. Robin Hood nodded at Little John, who emptied the monk's saddlebags on the ground. They contained 800 pounds of silver and gold. Thank you, High Cellar. Now go in peace. Tell your abbot that he has paid Sir Richard's debts twice over. But if you had told the truth, he need have paid it only once. Now go. The seller started to speak again, but thought better of it. He climbed back on his horse, and leaving all he had brought with him behind, was led back to the highway. A short while later, under the greenwood tree, the sun was setting when Sir Richard came to Sherwood Forest. The knight found Robin Hood and his men sitting under the greenwood tree. I've come to pay you 400 pounds, the money I borrowed one year ago this very day. Keep your money. You owe me nothing. It has been paid with interest by the high seller of St. Mary's. Robin Hood then went on to tell Sir Richard of the day's first guest. That is a wonderful story. But are you sure you will not take my gold? No, I could not take the money twice. Robin Hood looked at the wagon Sir Richard had brought with him. It was piled high with bows, bowstrings, and arrows. What are these hundred bows and arrows? They are my humble gifts to you. One hundred bows are the finest you with bowstrings twisted by my wife and her mates. One hundred leather quivers, and each and inside each quiver a score of shafts feathered with the plumes of peacocks. Robin Hood pulled one of the bows from the wagon and admired it. I accept your gift with all my heart. Robin Hood and Sir Richard looked at each other in silence. I must be to return before my lady begins to worry. If you ever need a friend, you have one in the greenwood. That I know. And if ever you are in need, come to me and my lady. The walls of Castle shall be battered down before I will let harm befall you. Robin Hood nodded at his thanks. Then he and each of his men picked up a flaming torch to light Sir Richard's way out of the forest. At the edge of the Sherwood, Sir Richard kissed Robin upon the cheeks. I am one who says Robin Hood is a good fellow. Robin clasped Sir Richard's hand. The knight smiled at his friends, turned onto the king's highway, and was gone. The, the end. I'm Emily, and I was Robin Hood. I'm Shannon, and I was seller and porter. Kiana as Will Scarlet and the Abbot. Ella as the narrator. Nightshade as Sir Richard. Tristan as Little John. Ruth as Much and Friar Tuck.